Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Here from Loot News. Today we'll be discussing the brokenness of today's welfare system. But, before I go any further with my opinion on this topic, I want everyone, all the listeners here, I want you to understand that I am not in any way, shape, or form looking down on, making fun of, or belittling anyone at all who has fallen on you know, rough times and needing government assistance. Just to make that clear. But I'm, I'm pointing out, okay, pointing out, I'm just filtering myself here. I am filtering out for, for, you know, for years, for years now, how people have developed a system inside of a system. And what I mean by that, well, I get further into it. I get a, I get a little, little, uh, little antsy talk about it. Just because it is highly agitating. Anyways. Now let's begin, shall we? The welfare program was officially in the works by 1935 for the first time in American history. Welfare, I mean, if you guys don't know, welfare ensures that people can meet their basic human needs. You know, such as food, shelter, the basic necessities. Food. Shelter, food, shelter. Okay, I'm glad we, we got that down here. Food, shelter. Anyways, the issue we run into um, in this political system is, is how it's flawed with how they filter it and they keep tabs on individuals who, you know, abuse the political system. But anyways, here, you know what? I'm going to flood your mind real quick with some knowledge. All right? You ready for this? Hold on tight for this ride. Combining both federal and state-level programs, so everything out there, America spends about $1 trillion. Okay? Now, last year, you know, 5.6% of that goes toward strictly, um, you know, the welfare system. And that's... You think 5.6, that's not really that much. You know, hey, do you have $445 billion on you or in your bank account? Yeah, that is what I thought. Anyways, $445 billion was spent on just the welfare system. I have no wrong feeling of wrongness to, to put in for that. Well, I don't have an option, but I wouldn't feel bad at all about it. But here's the problem we run into. Is that I, you know, I have to keep repeating, but I, I work full time. I'm sure everyone here listening, majority of you all, if you're not in school or, or young, um, you know, or for, you know, maybe you're unemployed, that's a different story. But, you know, I, I work full time. Therefore, if I'm working 40 hours, that's 40 hours I'm not with my family. That's 40 hours a week that I, I sacrifice to make sure. That we can live, eat, and have needs met as well as some other things that are wants. Regardless, I sacrifice time. I do what in the Bible it states, work by the sweat of my brow. Please keep keep that in the back of your mind while I go further. But it just it just really, really kills me how people are alright with with abusing the system. When I mean abuse the system, I'm talking about, you know, how I, I sat there and, and I got bills. 
okay? I got real life things to do. So, you know, the money I make don't just go for, hey, look, you want clothes? You want food? That's great. Uh, you want a new car? Oh, that's cool. Let's get that too. You want new? And no, 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 no. It's, it's just maintaining to live. Wow, I'll sit there and do that, spend that time making sure, you know, spend money to make sure we live and sacrifice time. There's people that are on welfare, and I'm not talking about the ones who are really legitly using it, single mother, single father, single ones out there who are using the system and how it's implemented, you know, to help you get back on your feet to provide a better life for your family. Kudos. That's what it's meant for. I'm talking about the scumbags who are part of this system who teach their kids, okay, proud, proud, hold your head up high proud, and teach it, okay, like it, like its own religion to their kids and family to make sure when they die that that gets passed on from tradition to tradition, which what I'm really getting to on that is how they milk the system, you know, what maybe, maybe, because we all know if you're on welfare, you can still report that you got a job. But if you report you got a job, then that means the money you're getting from the welfare system will be at a lower rate. Oh, they don't want that. Hmm. Little fudging numbers here or there, right? And some other methodical waste of time ways they do things to, to, to get pretty much, hey, I get to spend all the time with my family. I don't have to really sweat over anything other than waiting for my food to be done in the oven. And then take, you know, selfies with my iPhone 11 Pro, but I don't got a job. But look how cool this looks. That That's, that's sickening. And we, as a country, you know, we need to figure out a, a way to filter out the bad eggs because you know them them bad eggs are, are making everybody else look bad and they're giving welfare a bad name in general okay a little you know off topic there i guess off track on topic off track but it, it just i mean it it just really really is annoying you know but you know my usual thing is, is, is people at the first of the month, you you know, it's what really gets on my nerves is that it's like a freaking, you know, like a celebration. You, you know what I mean? I go, I go to the store, get a paycheck, make myself and get something for the family. All the expensive good food is already gone. And then here I am stuck with eating beans and weenies instead of steak. Agitating. Agitating. Something not used correctly is agitating. But another miserable issue, though, that this one, this, 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 this one here really burns me. Really burns me. It's, it's what we call the, the lotto loophole. And it's with EBT cards. And it's, it, the thing is, it's unclear on the rules regarding gambling with the public assistance but if you check social services website about the ebt cards then they just say oh well we just we discourage we discourage it 
But, you know, just like a debit card, it can be used for cash purposes, like buying lottos, as long as the retailer accepts it. You tell me one convenient market that doesn't have lit up, illuminating, well, I mean, if they're a poor convenient market, maybe just, you know, white paper written in black ink, taped on the door, I don't know. But I have been to so many gas stations that just big bold letters, pretty much just like a moth to a light. Come on in. We accept EBT cards for lotto tickets, you, you know, or, or whatever they want to do aside of what it's meant for. You know what I mean? For real? For real? Absolutely makes me sick that you can sit there and use an EBT card, what is meant to put food in your kid's mouth and to make sure you're living under shelter, and that's it. That is it. My mommy or daddy figures out something to put you all back on the map and no more assistance from the government. That's what it's meant for. But you're sitting there as almost a smile, I get a little little grin on your face, thinking to yourself, I'm gonna put some down on lotto tickets. Yeah, they got a chance to get rich. At no expense, but you and me, the working class. Sickening. Oh, but there is one thing, though. There is one thing, though, that social services did state, though. They did state that you cannot use, now get this, you cannot use those EBT cards, though, at private casinos. Well, would it really matter at this point? What what a joke. But look, I came up with a couple of things that I think, well, I guess one big thing, you know, that would, would help out. And I, I'm sure, like I said, if you got any ideas, submit them of, of how to, to make this welfare system work properly and somehow to fil filter out the scumbags out of the welfare system that are abusing it. And pretty much, you know, living living high on the hog at the expense of their, uh, you know, of their title. Anyways, well, you know, one thing I, I, I think would be happening, would be good, is is any, any able-bodied adult, you know, not a handicap. I mean, if you're an able-bodied adult without any, you know, with dependence, I mean, it's a little difficult when you're a single mother or father, I understand. But, I mean, you know, if there's a mother and father involved, both, one or the other... Get a part-time or full-time job or go to school or be in some type of training. Period. Something to show that you're doing, you know, you're, you know, something that shows and also will prevent those scumbags from suckling from the teat of the welfare system. It's absolutely astonishing how we... Sometimes, as just a human being, you look at some of these folks that will do more to get out of work than to just do the work. It's really not that hard. Just do it. You know what I mean? Just do it. Good Lord. That's just sickening. But we need to filter we need to we need to filter out all these skid marks, man. Seriously. We need to prevent those from abusing the system. We need to stop abusing and start using. That's what needs to happen. And we need to stop this whole 
being proud to give it generation after generation. That you know what I'm saying. That's one of the things you keep hush. You, you know, if you're in the welfare system, you just do it. When you got another choice, back against the wall. Don't make it. You know what I mean? An occupation by sitting on your rump, flipping through, ticked off because your favorite TV show is not on yet until four. Get up and do something. You know, next you know, I'm paying for you being in the hospital from a heart attack because you're lazy and becoming overweight because you're not doing nothing but setting. But I'm just, I'm just tired of that though. You know, tired of working by the sweat of my brow to pay, you know, to pay freaking Jimmy who sits around as tidy whitey's not working, collecting benefits and taking selfies with the newest iPhone 11 Pro. That's just it it's it is it is sickening. You know, how how you would sit there and be alright with that. And you'd be alright to to teach that to your children. That's fine. It's okay. It's okay to lie. We know it well we know we know there's lying because do you think the government's alright with that? The problem is the government don't care. We're still paying. They don't care. You know, they cared more. If they cared more, then there would be a better way to filter out the scum. Simple as that. Simple as that. But there's not. There's not. It's just going to continue being on where I work, you work, and that's it. We're going to be working and... and Paying for other people's stuff while we scrape. While we scrape. You know, we got to make sacrifices. We got to make that. The working class has got to make the sacrifices. We got to sacrifice time with the family to make sure everything's all right and needs are met. You know, we got to sacrifice what we want to buy. We got to do that. While on the flip side of the mirror, the person is just sitting there, living life large, acting that he or she is extremely poor. And, and, oh, pity me, pity me. Throw me a pity party for how bad my life is. But then you really got people that is on the welfare system that really do need it. That are really of, of need. And it's, just, it, it, it's, it's sad that that gets overlooked because of people are ignorant and lazy and believe in self-entitlement. As I'm entitled, we ain't entitled to anything. And they make that clear for anyone listening. What you have, how you're listening to me right now, we're not entitled to any of that. We got it, but we're not entitled to it. And that's what makes me sick is the self-entitlement by these scumbags in the welfare system that are making everybody look bad in the welfare system because they're just, they're leeching off society. We're paying for their stuff. And we have no choice. And the sad part is, is there's no way to go around it, no way to do anything. We can't figure out a solution. But them scumbags, the scum inside the scum system inside of the system. They know. They know the key to everything. 
They knew how to fix, you know, they knew how to, to word, to document, to show without being caught. Now, the only ones that get caught for fraud are the people that are, are dumb. Okay, don't think for a second that these scumbags inside of the welfare system are, are stupid. They're not stupid. They're very methodical in what they do. It's, you know, it's like a, a, a thief that don't get caught. You know, the person's really good at what they do, but too bad they couldn't have used those skills for something good. Instead, they choose to do bad. And we, we just need to, we need to figure out that's not, that's not right. That is not right. That's not right that, you know, for us to pay. And I understand it's, it's a catch because, you know, we, got, we don't have a choice and it goes for a good thing. You know, it helps people in need. But like I said, it, it's sad though because you got the people in need, but you got the other people who's sucking that from them, sucking the limelight, who's making a bad name for them. Where you're like, oh, it's the first of the month. That shouldn't be a bad thing to say it's the first of the month if somebody needs government assistance, but it is. Like I said, because you know, for all the carts are gone. We know that when you walk in, all the motorized carts are gone. Huh? All of a sudden, they're on welfare. And they also think that they're handicapped. I'm not saying there's not handicapped, mobilized, you know, non-able-bodied people in welfare. I'm saying some of these scumbags inside of welfare think, oh, you know, I mean, they don't even have, they're, they're so godly, they don't even got to walk. Forget that. I'm going to drive myself, you know. That's sickening. We need to fix it. Somehow or another, we need to filter out this scumbags and put it back where it used to be. And we need to, to limit how long you can be on welfare. We need to do a better job on, on keeping tabs of people on welfare for the sole reason. Okay? No brand new cars. Remember what I told you in the beginning? Food and shelter. Food and shelter. We go back to our roots maybe we can filter this out but okay all right all right all right enough my opinion on the topic it's your turn to voice your opinion okay log on to lootnews.com submit your thoughts about what you just heard about today's topic okay go to the bottom of the web page of lootnews.com go on the bottom of the page to the email button spot send me a send me something send me a, a topic you want me to talk about in upcoming episodes, or your idea, um, you know, disagree, agree, whatever, that's perfectly fine. But tell me what you think. Tell me what you think. All right, coming up after this break, we have a squirrel that steals a package and pigeons found with tiny cowboy hats on. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone. Now we have some trending odd news to discuss, okay? Now odd news, it's just really hard to tell what I'm going to be talking about. Really it is. But, that's what's fun about it. Alright, we're going to start out with, uh, you know, tis the season. We hear a lot of porch pirates. You know, we hear a lot of, you know, things about people, uh, the doorbell, the camera on it. You know, recording a lot of people, you know, who has their, um, 
packages taken off their porch, yada yada. But none of them compare to this thief. This thief, I tell you what, this dirty devil. A squirrel. That's right. Squirrel. Squirrel. Anyways, squirrel steals a package off the front porch of a Los Angeles home. With it being, you know, like I said, so close to holidays and... You know, we can go with stats here with crime rates that go up uh, during winter or during a Christmas holiday. Um, so the first thought of everyone, really, is it's definitely a porch pirate. I was the next victim. I'll be on TV. But but with that said, um, if it was not for this um, doorbell camera, then there's... then I mean, they would have... Uh, Never have caught who it was, trust me. But if it wasn't for the doorbell camera, and not only that, but uh, by the way, I'm not knocking on anywhere I live, but I've still never. Well, I can't say that. My if I you know where I live at, my neighbors if if, if it's a wrongful package to somebody else, my neighbors would give it back to me. So I can't really say that. But not everywhere in the world is so, you know, believable and nice, um, and saint-like to return a package anyways, but, so, a squirrel took off with it, and next you know it, a neighbor ends up, uh, returning it back home, or to the person's house, <laughs> but the, the best part about the whole thing is that they watched the footage of this squirrel, and I don't, I'm I don't know if it was like, you know, one of those suburban places where everybody got together, you know, the, the, um, you know, crime watch, the crime watch uh, brigade there came together, neighborhood watch, and, um, watched the film on the big screen on a Friday night after work. I don't know. But anyways, they came to um, an assumption that this is the, this is the exact same squirrel Forget that. They know. They know. I'm sure they've been hunting plenty of times. It was the same squirrel that has wreaked havoc, I guess, um, in the neighborhood and has stolen other packages. Yeah. Stolen other packages uh, in the neighborhood. And they believe it's the exact same one. So, eh, just saying... You know, if you're a porch pirate or if you want to be a porch pirate, I'd probably hit up that neighborhood because I don't know if you can somehow disguise yourself or hit one of the neighbors that don't have a camera. Not that one, but another one. You know, I mean, simple. They're going to blame that poor old squirrel. That's what they're going to do. So anyways, I, I guess this, that squirrel's the Grinch of Christmas. Stealing people just packages off their uh, doorstep. What has this world gotten to? Can't even leave your package on the porch. Can't even leave it there. Because you're worried about wildlife taking off with it. I mean, what's that squirrel need that for? You know what I mean? Can't, I'm sure it ain't going to use it no more than for nesting. Shame on that squirrel. Shame on that squirrel. Moving on to the next story here. It's it's as captivating as the first story. Believe me. You ready you ready for this? You better hold on tight. 
This right here is going to knock your socks. Here we go now. Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, there, there's this, I, I, I don't know if it's downtown or, or, or what, but, um, so I guess they've seen a group of pigeons. And they all, all these pigeons, no one was high, no one was hallucinating, no one was on drugs or drunk. But it was a end up being a group of uh, small group of rescuers, animal rescue group, um, by Michaela. She runs a small one there, and uh, I guess they stumbled upon a group of pigeons, and each pigeon had a tiny red cowboy hat. I know what you're thinking, and you're probably thinking, "Did I'm sorry? Did did he just say?" cowboy hat and you're wrong I did not say cowboy hat I said tiny red cowboy hat just making sure you're listening anyways I know it's unbelievable um but anyways Michaela she's worried about the pigeons welfare that's all she talked about um about it nothing against that nothing against that I'm not not you know all those bird watchers out there and bird lovers I am not saying death to pigeons when I say, who cares? I don't I mean that being nice. Trust me, I promise you. But it's still, I think it's hilarious. And if I've seen it, I'm not going to get near no pigeon. You are insane if you think I'm going to go near that pigeon. Ain't no way I'm going to. You know how many diseases are, are in a pigeon's fecal matter? Ain't no way in the world... I'm going to go near that pigeon and try to free it of looking awesome, studded out in a tiny red cowboy hat. Ain't no way. I'm going to let it be. You know, if it impairs its flying and it ends up dying, I, you know, hey, stronger survive, the weakest perish. That's just Darwin 101. It is what it is. And lastly, on the crazy, weird, again, hilarious news. Yeah, get this. I don't know if things happen very often in Rockford, Illinois, police department. But regardless, this one took them on a wild goose chase. I mean, they've, I guarantee you, they, they have never seen something like this. Okay? Let me, let me paint a picture. You ready for this? Come on, listen up. So, okay, get this. There's this bull, okay? There's just a bull. All right, you're probably thinking, okay, bull, bull. Where are we going? Where are we going? This bull, okay, living his life and is tired, tired. Just tired of it, being fenced in. He's just tired of it. I don't blame him. He wants to be, he wants to be uh, fenced in anywhere. So anyways, the bull is inside the fence, as what bulls usually are. But this bull is like, nah, I'm tired of it. I'm done. So he ends up busting free. Busting free. Runs away from his owner. His owner, I mean, I guess, assuming maybe a cowboy. I must not be too much of a cowboy. He didn't chase it down or anything. He called the police. He called the police to take care. Uh, I mean, I, I can only imagine 
what Rockford, Illinois Police Department thought when they got a call about a bull that is on the rampage. Really. I mean, it had to be a, a probably, he probably called two or three times. Mostly probably because it was just, he's hung up on. I don't blame it. You know, it sounds ridiculous. Anyway, so they end up, I guess the tips and, and stuff came in to the department. Um, because on, he made it, I don't know how far this dude's farm is. Um, at all, you know, from his, from his, you know, in his inner city there. I don't know. But the cow made it to the city. Enough where pedestrians was was tipping in the police department. And and uh, so then, you know, of course, the police department's probably like, oh, God, we should have listened the first time. But anyway, so then they probably put some of their lowest totem pole rookies to go out and solve their first case. I don't know. But anyways, they went out and bam, they're chasing this big bull. They got him. They got him. They got him in the streets. But they don't. The bull escapes probably because no one's getting paid enough to tackle a bull. Bull runs free, runs back out of the city, ends up going. I don't know if he got trapped. I don't know if he got trapped or cornered, but the, but the police got him there, man. They're like, hey, you know, we're going to get you. We're going to get you. You know, we're done. You're going back to your owner. The bull jumps in to the river. It's rocky something. But anyways, jumped into the river, swam across the river to the other side. I mean, this bull is desperate. At that point in time, I would I would go call the owner up and say, go grab another bull. Go get a submissive bull or something. A bull don't care to be, you know, in the reins of a human being. Get that bull. Because this bull right here is done. He's taken enough. He doesn't care no longer. And he wants to be free. Free enough where he's running right from police. He's evading the police. And swimming through a river to the other side. That's how desperate he is. But, unfortunately, I don't know if why he was swimming. They just drove on the other side of the river and waited for him. I don't know. Anyways, they, long story short, they grabbed him up, put him into a, you know, to a trailer. Appre as I said, apprehended him. And um, his nickname in Rockford, Illinois, at least in the city, or you know, around town there, they shared it, was uh, the, the cow caper. So, I mean, he made some history. I'm sure when he goes back to the pen, I mean, I'm, I'm sure, he, you know, he's a hero. And I'm sure he's got plenty of stories to tell everybody else. Guarantee it. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, crazy, crazy new, you know, news that you can have and around the world. That's only three stories. That is only three different stories. Now we're going to touch on just one quick thing before we pan out of here. And what I really want to talk about, just real quick here, is I want to, I want to talk about. Uh, <clears throat> it really just burst my bubble. I just see me thinking about it. But gaming news related here, okay. Now, Modern Warfare, I don't understand. If, you know, Affinity Ward or the Call of Duty website, whatever, 
they stated specifically that we only going to have one exclusive. And that's going to be for PlayStation console. Or the platform PlayStation. And that exclusive just going to be the survival game mode. That's it. We're done. Done. No more exclusives. Everybody's getting everything. Okay. Cool. Cool. That's great. What happens? Already released is a set of exclusives for PlayStation. And what it is, it's pretty freaking cool. And um, anyway, it's a brand, it's a whole new set of challenges, a brand new variant on a gun with the camo that appeared on the, you know, what I was looking at there on the video. And it was called Jack Frosty. I don't care if it's something small as an emblem or a sticker on a gun. I think that's ridiculous by not, you know, sticking to what you said. That's just ridiculous. Cannot believe it. Any, anyways, aside of aside of that, that stuff just kind of ticks me off. So exclusive junk. Um, it's just it's just just ridiculous, to be honest. Because um, you know who who knows what else they're gonna be doing. They probably add back loot boxes. Already got the store flooded with cosmetics for kids. You know what I mean? Let's just stick to the bare bones. Huh? Let's just stick to the bare bones of the game. That stuff's agitating to the highest extremity. Whenever you start, you know, making this stuff so flashy. I mean, we start to forget. I mean, I was not, I'm not been in the military. But even I, as a pedestrian, know what camouflage is. You, you know what I'm saying? Camouflage is to make you hidden in the environment that you're in. You know, white, I'm assuming, would be snow. Greenish, brownish, you know, and blacks all together would be like a jungle. You know, grassy, uh, you know, light tan, huh? it's probably going to be sand. Come on, that's camouflage. Yeah, it don't look flashy. Keyword, doesn't look flashy. Unless you want to be spotted. But we, may, we have made the word camouflage into a fashion statement on Call of Duty. We've done it for years. We've done it since Black Ops 2. You know, when we start putting them... You know, this is this right here is the graffiti gun. Ooh, that looks real cool, man. Real cool. Garbage. But they're never going to listen. I'm just going to enjoy the core mechanics of the game, pwn kids that are 10 to 15 years younger, and live life. Enough of them broken promises. Enough of it. It's making me sick. Enough. But any 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 hoot. Any hoot. That is all we have today. But I do want to give a special shout out. Now, you know, going through your everyday real life events in your life. Um check out. Check out, I got a good buddy. They run a podcast called um, Everyday Ricochet. That's also one word if you want to .com that. Goes to their webpage. Their latest podcast episode is Family Traditions. I listen to it. It is great. It is great. It gives you a, you know, a moral direction and lets you see how human people are and what they go through and that you're not alone to go through it. It's really good, guys. 
make sure you definitely check check that podcast out. Really amazing. But with that said, that is all that we have today. But um, remember, go on to lootnews.com. Go to the second page, which is, it says listen right above it. Go to the bottom. You'll be an email button. Click that email button. Send me a message. Email me, you know, either A, what you thought about my current episode topic, you know, whether you agreed or didn't agree, if you want to add on to it, uh, what you thought about it. Or if you got topics that, you know, that need to be or one you want me to discuss out loud, you know, I will do so. But remember to go to it, submit to it, and see lootnews.com. But with that said, you guys have a blessed, safe rest of your day, morning, and night.